back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. It's so good to have all of you joining us again. This is Mentor Mama today, and I am so excited because today we have a very special guest joining us on the topic of prayer, which, of course, for all of you Coffee and Bible Time Uh, folks out there, you know just how important and how much we treasure prayer here. We enjoy providing tools and encouraging our community to be in prayer. And so all of our resources that we have available are available at coffeeandbibletime.com. And first, just a brief moment with our sponsor. We still have our coupon code available for you guys if you wanted to do online counseling um, with Christian counselors. It's all online. It's via Zoom. You can pick who you want your counselor to be. Very reputable. They all have counseling degrees. So this isn't like some random on the internet. My mom kind of has a personal testimony to it. Yes. So I actually have done some counseling sessions with Faithful Counseling. And what I really loved about it was that you can actually put in like different qualities that you're looking for in a counselor and specialties, male, female, if they have experience tackling different issues. And so I really loved that idea that I could go through and kind of pick the one I wanted. And then um, during this COVID season, it was really applicable anyway, since I couldn't leave my house for counseling, that I actually could just do it online. And you even have the opportunity to do a Zoom type call with them, or you can just do um, a phone call, whatever works best for you. And so it was just really great to have access to counseling when you, when you need it, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So if you guys want 10% off your first month of doing this, you can go to getfaithful.com slash coffee and Bible time, and you get 10% off your first month. And of course it is cheaper than traditional in-person counseling anyway. So overall, it's just a good deal. We really recommend it. But let's just get on to the podcast. Oh, well, one other thing, too, is that you have the option of with your counselor that they are Christian counselors. And so if you want, they will actually pray for you, which I thought was so cool. At the end of each of my counseling, she prayed for me and my issues. Oh, wow. Thanks for that. So whether you are praying for your children, your spouse, finances, or struggles, we believe that prayer is a vital component to connecting to God in any given situation. Well, author, speaker, and literary consultant Pamela D. Smith seeks to encourage readers to pray with power, passion, and on purpose through her new book titled While at the Altar. Pamela believes that prayer is a divine weapon that carries much power. But oftentimes, many people fail to realize to use that power. While many individuals think they don't know how to pray or don't know what to say, prayer really is just a dialogue between you and God. Pamela's book will help enhance the prayer life of those who believe that prayer is a spiritual lifeline and who want to make prayer their lifestyle. 
This book also includes guided prayers regarding different life situations that we all face, such as marital challenges, depression, dealing with sickness, and many, many others. This book will help increase your faith, enrich your life, and give you a solid understanding of how to pray on purpose. It will also help you master problem areas in your life by praying intentionally. It will give you life-changing strategies and hope to help you thrive during times of adversity. So with no further ado, I introduce you to Pamela D. Smith, who is a devoted follower of Jesus Christ, wife, mother, and leading inspirational speaker, literary consultant, evangelist, and multi-published author. Welcome, Pamela. Hello. So good to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm excited. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Well, I tell you what, Pamela, when I was sent your book, I could not, I literally couldn't put it down. I just, I just, the way that you write is so captivating and it's so honest and real and um, the challenges that you give the readers and the sections that they can fill out, I thought too, were just so helpful. And so I just knew right away that I wanted to have you on our podcast and I wanted to just start out with, you're so passionate about prayer. Tell us a little bit about why you think it's crucial to have a prayer life. Well, I think it's crucial to have a prayer life because even in my own life, I would describe prayer as my lifeline. And I feel that it should be the lifeline of any person who wants to live an empowered life who wants to live full of wisdom, and who really wants to receive that divine direction from God. Because when you're serious about your intimate time with God, then you will make prayer a priority. So I feel like when you really want to be spiritually connected, just like I often use the analogy, just like breathing is vital to our natural life, Prayer is vital to our spiritual life. And so that's why I think prayer is very important. I absolutely, absolutely agree. It is our lifeline. Yes. Well, in your new book, which, as I said, is called While at the Altar, I was wondering if you could just tell us what inspired you to actually write the book inspired to write the book after just so many years of talking with people, especially women, who would actually admit that they didn't have a prayer life because they felt as if they didn't know how to pray. And when I would ask them why did they feel as if they didn't know how to pray, it was because a lot of them would compare the way they pray with the way they've heard someone in church pray or the way their pastor prays. And even some um, women felt as if because of things that they've gone through in their life, you know, they were not worthy to conversate or have that intimate time with God. And that's why 
although the book is a prayer book helping people to learn how to become more effective in prayer. That's why I shared a lot of my life story in it, just to show them that, hey, because of what Jesus did, that alone makes you worthy to go to God in prayer. Absolutely. It's essential, really, as you mentioned, just that we take away any thoughts about ourselves being not worthy and God created you. He loves you and he desires to be in communion with you. And prayer is the natural way of doing that. Yes. In your book, you also talk about having a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. So expound on that point and how that principle relates to prayer. Having a positive attitude, not only when it comes to prayer, just in everyday life, just our outlook on life, because if we don't have a positive attitude, then we're already defeated. But why I felt as if it was so important where prayer is concerned is because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So in order to have faith, you have to have the positive attitude that God can do this. God will do this. God loves me no matter what I've done. Now, that's not to say when I say having a positive attitude where prayer is concerned, that's not to say you may not feel a negative emotion going into prayer, but you have to have the positive attitude that I serve the God of all creation. So although I feel sad, I feel bad, or I feel mad, the God of all creation who loves me unconditionally, I believe that when I pray, he's going to hear me and he is going to take care of me. And that's why we have to, because if you pray and feel like, oh, I'm going to pray, but God is not going to hear me or he's not going to answer me then you will not receive a manifestation of prayer. Yes. Yes. And I did read in your book where you really do talk about that. And I'm, I'm so impressed that you did bring that up because I don't think a lot of people talk about that very often. Right. So I think you, you've raised an excellent point. Well, you talk about the five prayer principles. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could share just a couple of those principles with us. Sure. And they're my own principles that I use in prayer. They're not inclusive. But one of the principles I use um, is praying the word. And the reason I feel that it's so important to pray the word is because the Bible tells us that God says his word will not return to him void, but it will accomplish what he pleased and the thing in which he sent it out to do. So when we are using the principle of praying the word when we pray, then we're guaranteed a manifestation because of that promise that he made. Another principle that I use is praying specific prayers. We see in in the book of Thessalonians where it says, make your request known to God. So when we go to God holding back, although he is all knowing and he already knows what we need, what's on our heart, 
we need to still audibly make our request known to him because that's an act of faith. God, although you know, I'm still going to speak it out. I'm still going to verbalize it. I need you to do, and you need to state that specific thing. Because sometimes we be a little too broad or a little too general in our prayer. And then sometimes we may receive a broad or a general answer. And we feel as if our prayer wasn't answered in the way we felt we wanted it to be answered. So that's why I think it's important to be specific. Tell him exactly what's on your heart. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yes. Um, I was in advance for preparing for this. One of the things that you mentioned too was journaling. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, could you give us just a few of your favorite tidbits on journaling? Journaling, um, one of the things I like to do when I journal is meditate first. And the way I meditate is not probably like most of the world or what we see as far as meditation, as far as think about what you want to see materially come to pass in your life. The way I meditate is I actually find a scripture that I'm going to use as my personal theme scripture for the week. Now, I will use meditation music. I'll turn it on and I'll just kind of recite that scripture over and over and over until I feel that it's so embedded into my subconscious so that all throughout the week when I'm being challenged, you know, the Holy Spirit can bring that scripture to my remembrance. And so after meditation, I usually journal what my thoughts are, what I feel the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, what I hear God saying. So that's one of my um, journaling tips. I write that I write after I meditate. Another one of my journaling tips is I'll write down how my day was and how I felt emotionally concerning the events of my day. And then I try to make sure that I'm going through that list and I'm detaching from the emotions, especially if they're negative, and what I feel the outcome should be. So that's what I use journaling. That's (laughs) awesome. I know so many people are interested in journaling and I just love hearing how almost everybody does it a little bit differently and uses different tools. And, but I think that will really stay with me is what you said, as far as just repeating it over and over and over and letting that saturate your mind. And certainly that will help uh, to remind you, like you said, throughout your week or your day or, um, and whatever God has for you in that scripture. Yes. All right. Um, so let's go back to sort of the, the, the beginning stages of, let's say it's someone's listening today and they just don't even know how to pray or where to start. And they're just kind of at a loss or maybe just it's a, it's a new concept or that's something mm-hmm. they didn't grow up with, don't know how to do. Or maybe also there could be somebody who is intimidated or 
isn't sure or who am I talking to or <laughs> all kinds of things. So tell us a little bit about what your helpful tips could be for getting started. Okay. The first thing, the very first thing I would say is you have to convince yourself. You have to be fully persuaded that God wants to hear from you and that prayer is really not this complicated thing. It's just conversation with God, telling him what's on your heart, allowing him to speak back to you in whatever way you feel he communicates with you. So once you're fully persuaded, the next thing is if you still feel as if you are not in a position to audibly pray based on whatever you feel the standards are for praying, <clears throat> I would suggest writing your prayers out. Write out what's on your heart and read that back to God. So many people kind of downplay or feel as if written prayers are, is not really praying, but it is. Written prayers are just as effective as audible prayers. And then the third thing I would say is if you still feel, well, I don't know how to write out what's on my heart, find prayers in the Bible because there are several of them and read those back to God. <coughs> Actually personalize the prayers that are in the Bible. We have the Lord's Prayer in the book of Matthew. We have the prayer of Jabez. There are a lot of prayers in the book of Psalms. Mm -hmm. Read those back to God. Personalize them. Make them your own. And those are the three tips I would give anyone who feels as if they need tips on how to start their prayer life. Yeah. yeah. And I would just encourage people to, like, um, if you're maybe just joining together too with someone else to pray, that that can be intimidating. And I was one of those people early on that I thought, because uh, I, I didn't come from a background, even at, at the church I grew up with, we, we just didn't pray like together and um, out loud. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it took me a number of years to like, start to feel comfortable and now I enjoy yeah. praying together in yes. a group or with people but don't feel yeah. bad if that's just something you can pray and ask God to help you with Absolutely, <laughs> and, and he can do that too and and hopefully that over time that's something you can become more comfortable with yes all right um Pamela, just to kind of close out the time we've spent here together, I wanted to talk about just um, if you could give us some more information about your ministry and the type of work you do. And if someone is interested in getting your book while at the altar, uh, you could share with them how they could go about doing that. Okay. My uh, ministry is pretty much a Christian lifestyle and inspirational brand, just teaching women how to live that lifestyle of prayer. It also includes um, publishing for Christian, aspiring Christian and inspirational authors. I'm also a speaker slash evangelist. But if anyone is interested in connecting with me or ordering a copy of the book, my website is www.pameladsmith.net. Wonderful. Wonderful. Awesome. And we would we'll, we will also put a link on our website as well at Coffee and Bible Time. 
Okay. And we will be happy to share that information. Pamela, thank, thank you. you so much for joining us today. And I just pray that you would continue to be uh, used by God to further his kingdom and that um, your book here just will impact so many people's prayer lives and uh, that they would feel closer to God and um, would help make him known as a result. So we thank, thank you and you. we ask for your blessing on you and in your family. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.